This is the Deep End with Nebraska diver Reagan Hinzig and Nebraska swimmer Madison Ronquilio on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back to the Deep End. I'm Madison Ronquilio here with Reagan Hinzig on 93.7 The Ticket. If you'd like to call in, you can go ahead and use the Honda Lincoln hotline at 402-464-5685, or you can use the starter Hammond text line at the same number of 402-464-5685. Reagan, we have a special guest today. We do. Are you going to introduce yourself? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm uh, Landon Marzullo. I'm uh, Reagan's coach. Um, So, yeah, I get to see her every day, which is beautiful. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, before you get into you, Madison, <laughs> <laughs> high and low for the week. High and low. Okay. Landon, I'm going to ask you too, so get to thinking. Okay. Yeah. Um, so my high was my birthday on Saturday, Aww. 22, yeah. T-Swift year. Woo. And then my low is probably the fact that 14th Street is closed for construction. And Dude, so- it's so... Oh, I, don't, I can't think of the word. What is it? It's such a hassle. Yes. Like, come on. Driving through the neighborhood on the side and then so many turns. You go through the neighborhood? Yes. Yeah, so yeah. if you take 11th Street. Okay. I just take 27th. I've tried that, but every single time I have the worst luck with the lights and then it ends up taking so much longer. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. Sounds rough. <laughs> Sounds real rough. Um, Landon, what was your high and low for the week? Oh, man, the the high, I guess, was um, all the 4th of July parties I went to. That was pretty awesome. We got to see uh, one of my divers blow up some cool stuff, so that was a lot of fun. Um, the low, uh, I guess, was getting my daughter to leave those uh, parties. <laughs> really liked leaving, and uh, she liked to throw some temper tantrums, so that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, okay, my high was... Did I learn front arm stand double this past week? That was last week. Like l- after last Monday? Yeah. Yeah, you did. Okay, Good I learned job. a new dive on 10 meter. That's Yay! my high. <laughs> um, and then my low is I'm currently out for the week because of my back. But mm. yeah, so we're dealing. Yeah, we tend <laughs> to have one diver come back and the other one fall. Sarah. Since there's only two of us. <laughs> yeah, there's only two of us right now, so. Sarah, uh, yeah, she was injured, and then she came back, and now uh, Reagan mm-hmm. decided to basically get injured the day Sarah came back. So, Wow. Thriving. What, what perfect yeah. timing. Yeah. They're, guys, they're <laughs> great. They're great. Harrison, what about you? High and low for the week. Uh, high, finally got a haircut. Nice. Been pushing that off for a while. I'd say the low was trying to watch my dogs through the 4th of July. Like yeah. I don't know if any of you guys have dogs, but mm-hmm. they just weren't having any of it. So a lot of cuddling with them in the closet, trying to get them through the night. <laughs> no. They're all right. They made it through. <laughs> mine, were under, mine were under the bed. So I had to go, I had to go find them. <laughs> they find a spot and you yeah. just got to, you got to try to calm them through it. Yeah. yeah. All right. So Landon, tell us how you got to Nebraska. Start from the beginning. Start from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got to Nebraska. <laughs> all right. Well, I uh, was a coach at a different place, and then I decided to leave there due to COVID reasons, and then, you know, I was hanging out for a little bit, coaching some club team diving in Las Vegas, and uh, 
this awesome guy named Pablo Morales, I think you guys know him, decided to give me a call. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he offered me the job after I came and visited, and, you know, the rest is history. But it's, uh, it's a pretty good place. I uh, recommend it for everybody. <laughs> but, I mean, that's I guess that's the history of how I got to Nebraska. Okay, what is the history of you and diving? Oh, boy, that's a little bit more complicated. <laughs> uh so diving as an athlete, I started when I was about seven years old. Um, I liked karate, so um, I liked to do like flips and stuff when I was young. So my mom got me some training after I got kicked out of swim lessons because I just I, just, I started swimming away from the teachers. So oh, nice! Like you got to do something else. So I got into diving. Um, I did club league, which is or not club. I did summer league for like three years, two years before I decided to take it a little more serious. Got in a club with the current Iowa coach, Todd Weichel. You know who he is. He was my first coach. Huh. Um, he's a great guy. He was had a little bit more hair back then. <laughs> long little thing. Right there. It, was, <laughs> it was weird. Um, but anyways, uh, I, after that, you know, I started diving every day up until I was 18. Had a little bit of success. Went to college at IU. Transferred from IU to Florida State, where I, you know, finished out my career out over there. Um, after college, <clears throat> I dove for about one more year to train for Olympic trials and that fun jazz, and decided to hang up the speedo from competing in 2011, 2012, I would say, and then I became, uh, you know, a carny. Someone would call me. I worked at a carnival's doing high diving shows. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I got called a carny a lot, which is great. Um, but I, uh, so those consisted realistically of me catching myself on fire, jumping off 10 meter, and then <sighs> crazy, and then Ooh. doing high dives from like 75 feet. This was all in uh, Indiana for a summer. And then after that, I got to working on a cruise ship. And that's where I was on for about three years. Um, did some high diving on that. We did six shows a week. And then it's uh, where I met my wife. And then she kind of gave me the ultimatum. was like, hey, I'm done with this cruise ship life. Um, so <laughs> if you want to be done, if you want to basically stay together, you got to be done too. So mm. decided to um, try out coaching a little bit, which I always knew I wanted to coach, but I had to wait a little bit um, post-college. Um, mainly because no one wants to listen to a really young coach really try to boss them around so i mm-hmm. you know just get a little more numbers and get my my parents aged a little bit so people <laughs> take me more serious but uh yeah um so i started my coaching career at ohio state where i was a volunteer assistant coach in like 2015 um and that was when i was also on the cruise ship it would be like a few months on a few months off and i'd coach in between that and then once I left the cruise ship, I uh, moved to Las Vegas with my wife, who is from England. And, you know, it's kind of hard to get a foreign person over here working and stuff. And I figured Las Vegas would be the best place to do that <laughs> because it's kind of like cruise ships and she could probably find a job out there. Mm-hmm. Worked out great. She, you know, she found a job right away. I found a job coaching out there. And then about six months into that coaching club, the Las Vegas head coach, the UNLV diving coach left. And mm. I got that job after going through the interview process. Um, yeah, that was there for a few years. Moved over there, moved to some other places, and moved to Nebraska. And 
there's a coaching career, I guess, so far. Nice. And now, and now I'm working with this this lady over here. Hooligan. <laughs> Lovely lady over here. Uh, going back to the beginning of the story, you said you liked karate, and you'll have, if something goes wrong, he'll immediately throw up like karate chops on pool deck. Yeah, it's like my natural go-to. You know, like some people like I turn real fast. I throw up the karate hand. Oh my gosh! Always got to be prepared. Always ready. <laughs> you gotta stay on your toes. Is what I tell the little kids. <laughs> so, so uh, you just built a house, yes. Mm-hmm. And your wife and daughter just moved out here after a full year of coaching here. After a full year away, um, I was, you know, living the, the bachelor life, I guess, in the apartment, one-room apartment that was about, you know, a thousand feet smaller than anything I was really used to in the last couple of years um, without my wife and daughter to keep me busy. So that was kind of wild, but... But you had your dog, Disco. I had Disco, yes. My dog's name is Disco. He's a black lab pit bull. He's wild. He pulls me around on a skateboard a lot to get exercise out. <laughs> um, you should bring him to the pool deck one day. Nah, he might attack you guys. Oh. He's also right. he's also afraid of water, so you probably won't even come in the pool deck. Oh. Um, but he pulls me on my skateboard. That's how we get the exercise out. And there's a few times I came into practice this year, some road rash, and that's what it was from. Sounds like a very strong dog. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's a good one. Um, but now that your wife and your daughter are here, how are they liking Lincoln, Nebraska? Well, my daughter's four, almost four, three and a half, turns four on, on, uh, Halloween. So, uh, so far, I mean, she has friends that are across the street. So she has, she calls them her two friends next door. Aww. So she's loving it. Um, what else does she like about it? She goes, she's in a great school. So she's meeting a lot of people. She, my my daughter likes it. She loves it. My wife is, uh, you know, she's adjusting to it. She's uh, from London area, so that's a big city. And then we lived in Florida for a little bit on the cruise ship, so that was a pretty big city. And then moved to Las Vegas, another giant city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now she's in, you know, good old cornfield leak in Nebraska. And, <laughs> but um, she likes it so far. I mean, it's bigger than she thought. She found a job right away. Um, so f- the family's good. The family's good. They like it here. Good. Yeah, man. <laughs> and you're also the club coach? Yeah, I'm also the club coach, so I got to deal with, you know, for most of my day, I deal with, you know, 18 and over, these type of people. Only girls, too. And then when I, about to end my day, I get to coach little kids for the next, like, two, three hours, and yeah. <laughs> Reagan works with me, so she has, she gets to know the little kids pretty yeah. well, and they're they're a hoot, to say the least, I guess. They're a bunch of characters. <laughs> How would you say, like, your coaching changes? Going from like Reagan and Sarah, who are older, and then dealing with like the little kids. I'd say it probably changes a lot, actually. Um, yeah, <laughs> with Reagan, Reagan and Sarah, my Thank college you. kids, I'm uh, a lot more laid back, I would say. Uh, but also, they're kind of already developed, you know, so it's a lot of just me kind of, you know, telling them, saying phrases that they already kind of know, like, hey, you got to get higher, get your knee higher, point your toes. Um, it's more about how I push them to get this stuff done and kind of the schedule I set for my college divers. The little kids, I'm still teaching them. And not to say I'm not teaching the college divers, but the little kids don't know, you know, anything realistically. So you got to build them from the ground up. Um, so I'm a lot, I explain a lot more. Um, it's a lot more basic work, but, uh, I'm, I'm the same as I like to have fun though. So all the little kids like to have fun they like to we got these little kids who like to try a lot of things. So we like to send them up to the high dive and have them jump off and try <laughs> to do things. And 
it's been a lot of fun seeing that. So, um, but yeah, overall, still still like to have fun on the deck. But we gotta teach little kids a little bit more than than Reagan over here. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, I still have stuff to learn. <laughs> oh, she still has a whole bunch to learn, but that's just adding flips to her dives. Yeah, getting fancy with it. Getting fancy with it, you know. Yeah, it's a completely different environment than it was with Natasha. I feel like mm-hmm. the pendulum swung swung from one end to the other because yeah. Natasha was just like so much order, so much order, mm-hmm. which isn't a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we go to Landon and he just talks about how he's laid back with us and stuff. And so at the beginning, we were just kind of like, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have some lady yelling at him all day long. Um, but Natasha's great, though. We've always loved Natasha. Yeah. Um, I've known her for years and she's always been successful, but she's always been that that crazy russian lady that everyone knows and that's and that's why people love her it's great mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and so we were at a we were at mizzou for mid-season mm-hmm. and landon said that the mizzou club coach said we were off the rails <laughs> because we were just like like goofing around and like not just like he, not talking at all he mm-hmm. said he said they basically seemed like kids with their stepfather <laughs> <laughs> just going crazy and doing it and basically just having fun um which is good to see um i like to see my athletes have fun that's so funny <laughs> i yep. love that description yeah, yeah that's what kyle bogner from Minnesota, missouri said and uh yeah thought that was pretty funny <laughs> <laughs> so i have a question for you um the colleges that you were head coach or the dive coach for in the past were all men's and women's teams, right? Yes, ma'am. How is it different coming here where it's just where there where there were three of us or all girls? Uh, that's that's one big change. There's only there's only three of you when I got here. So I mean I'm used to coaching over six always. You know at at when I was at Wisconsin I had twelve or thirteen divers, and then UNLV I had eight or nine um so here come to three made me nervous that's the first thing I said I'm like I'm nervous someone gets injured we're done for um oh man we had six my freshman year and it got down to one so yeah (laughs) so so we did a pretty good job managing with only three you know we had a few injuries a few cases of COVID obviously and but we ended up having a pretty good season in the end um and they all were healthy but yeah that's the biggest thing is the number wise but Obviously, coaching girls compared to guys and girls, I mean, it's smaller numbers, and there's a lot more tears on deck, I think. Um, tears? Tears. We didn't lot, cry that much. A lot more tears on deck compared to, you know, a dude's team, but... We didn't cry that much. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Don't look at me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, Just back two and a half on seven. Oh, yeah. That was a fun one. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. But, Took me over at practice to get it, but it's fine. I got it. The good... That's all that matters. <laughs> The good thing here is uh, I could go back to the, the club team. I got a bunch of wild dudes on that team, so it's it's fun yeah. to see them. So it all works out. That's good. I get my I get my fix from guys there. <laughs> you get too much estrogen during the day. There, there you go. I get, get a little relaxed in. Nice. <laughs> um. Okay. So going back to like your whole diving story, the thing I'm that kind of piqued my interest was the fact that you ended up on a cruise ship. Yeah. How did that come about? Like, is that like normal for a dive 
no. for to go to? I, yeah, I didn't think it's, so. It's getting more and more common. It's not the most unheard of thing for coaches to do shows, which is what we call them shows, like diving shows beforehand. Um, the Ohio State coach did it. The Miami, Florida coach was doing shows a while ago. Mm. Um, it's pretty common. So I always knew that that was a route I was going to go. Mm-hmm. Um I knew it'd be just a fun type of thing to do. Um, I didn't know if the cruise ship was going to be it. I knew I was going to kind of do like fairs and carnivals and that kind of thing. Um, and hopefully one day I was wanting to get in the Circus LA, which is like the, you know, Ooh. the top notch up there, um, which is, you know, something I never got into. But um, that was the goal eventually. But after, you know, I was done with college, I'm like, what am I going to do here? I got that one diving show I talked about in Indiana. Um, I heard through it the grapevine every once in a while there's this cruise ship thing going on uh, that mm-hmm. people are working on and there's a few bigger divers before me i think two that worked on it i heard of i contacted them and they told me and there's only you know when i got on it it was cast seven so they i was talking to them at cast one so mm-hmm. um it was brand new and i heard about it um and then i you know i reached out to them and they kind of said, hey, we are, have our cast full, full right now, and then reach out to us later on. And then I was done with the the whole Indiana show, uh, show, and then I just reached out to this cruise ship people, and they're like, hey, yeah, we need somebody. EQ started a week from now. I'm like, all Ooh. right. <laughs> so I, uh, you know, kind of packed up everything and moved out to Florida, and then that's where we had rehearsals in Hollywood, Florida, which is Fort Lauderdale area. area. Mm-hmm. Um, and then – after about a month on on land is what they call it doing rehearsals on land we went to the ship and we did about two weeks of rehearsals on the ship which is non-stop of learning the show basically learning dance moves and fight scenes and and superman capes superman dives <laughs> and all this fun stuff um so and then after that we're on the cruise ship um full time for anywhere from 6 to 9 months and then Jeez. you Whoa. Jeepers Creepers. Jeepers Creepers. They're making a new one of those. <laughs> and then um and then you'd have a few months off. And then, you know, you'd try to find work in between that and then you go back on. But on the cruise ship we did two shows and we did four of the first shows. I sorry, six of the first one, and that was more like a acrobatic, like super serious show at nighttime with all the lights and the the you know the effects and all that fun jazz and it's more like a circus la type gig Mm -hmm. um and it's about a 45 minute to an hour long show um we have acrobats they had synchronized swimmers they had contortionists and they had divers on there and then so that was the first three days two times a night um for a little while and then after that would have a day off and we're do the child show or the the fun show the clown show it's called splish splash <laughs> yeah so we would dress up like clowns basically and run around acting like idiots and like spraying people with water guns and oh i would have had a panic it was, all, it was it was I hate all, clowns. <laughs> it was all choreographed though so like everything we were doing was we we're supposed to do but it just mm-hmm. looked like a bunch of idiots running around and, <laughs> nice. then, and then diving so like i said the shows beforehand it had like acrobats all those like four different cast members we just had divers in this one so it was about eight of us and it was about a 30 minute show but this one was during the day, and we loved this one, though. It was a lot of fun because you kind of just mess around the whole time and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that was all the work we had to do. 
it was pretty awesome. So we worked, you know, we did shows. We had eight shows a week. We had to show up an hour early to just get ready for them. And then we had like one practice a week. And this is all like at nighttime. So we could get off during all the stops. So we got to go to the Caribbean, Jamaica, Mexico, um, well, St. John, St. Martin, St. Thomas. Um, at one point, I got to go all the way across the transatlantic and transatlantic crossing and got to go to Spain, all the all those places over there. And we stopped in <clears throat> Amsterdam or Rotterdam is where it stopped for two weeks <clears throat> to get fixed. So we were allowed to stay in Rotterdam area for about two weeks and kind of go explore all of Europe. And that was that was pretty rad. That That's was pretty cool. fun. That doesn't seem like too bad of a gag. <laughs> no, man. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun to do post-college. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a great way to like pay off student loans, you know, kind of find a real job after that. Um, but, I mean, there's people – I did that in 2013 or 2012, and there's people that I worked with that are still on that cruise ship. Oh, my still goodness. Still Wow. What cruise line was this? Royal Caribbean oh, International. Okay. Shout out. There you go. Okay, my dad's on a Norwegian cruise right now. He actually just texted me. He was like, we're in St. John right now. And I was like, thanks for inviting me. They went without you? This is not the first time. Of course. This is not the first time. I would have thrown hands. <laughs> Especially if, like, my sibling got to go and oh, not Oh, that happened me. last time. That happened last time. <gasps> oh. Nice. Shout out, Dad. Greg, I'm looking at you, man. <laughs> but, yeah. Um... With Landon telling his Royal Caribbean story, we're going to take it to break. Um, I'm Reagan Hinsey with Madison Ronquillo and Landon Marzullo on the deep end.